0: So after a three year long absent absence from train robbing, Jesse makes a train robbery like his old ones, but in this one you can tell that he's sort of unwinding. He makes this long, grandiose speech to the train and they're like, just dude, just leave."
1: Well, I hope in this train while he's giving the speech, one guy at some point like halfway through his speech is just like, Shut up!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly the way, and that's a perfect representation of not just how Missouri, but the whole world, was starting to feel about Jesse James. It was like it was a cool story like earlier. (laughs) Yeah, now we just want to be able to go to Hot Lanta still. God damn.
2: Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you.
1: All right.
0: So, welcome to A Very Bad Podcast. I'm Mikey Crone, joined by my co host, Mal Manderfield and Garrett Stein. Yo, what's up everybody? Hey, hey, hey. what's up
2: back again? <clears throat> oh.
0: And this time Sorry. it's for I'm uh, to push that one out. Make <laughs> it a little more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Open it up with a burp and uh I'm this... still an adolescent child. Yeah, and I that'd be hilarious. And you picked a shit character to cover, <laughs> so thanks. I know. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I thought Jesse James would Just, be way cooler. I
2: feel like I, I I'm like doing a book report in fifth grade, and I, I hate a the fucking book.
1: racist, yeah, bigot asshole. Yeah, but like you know, it's good murdering.
2: to um, learn about history so we can change change it is, things yes. now. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> let's not be this guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the focus of our story today is Jesse James. Not the one that broke Sandra Bullock's heart, but the one that was a Civil War outlaw. And the book we use for our source material is called *Jesse James: The Last Rebel of the Civil War* by T. J. Stiles. And Jesse's so boring that lots of the book isn't even about Jesse. <laughs>
1: yeah, not, not all. I mean, you're the only one that was able to push through the whole book. I think I ended up with only having like six hours left. It was a marathon. It. Uh,
2: it's just so impressive, Mikey. Lot. I don't even. I watched American Outlaws with Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> Babe alert.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I, I have to admit, I did watch the Brad Pitt movie, um, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, because uh, I'm i equally as attracted to Brad Pitt as oh. you are, Colin Farrell. Well, okay, I chose. Well, yes. Yeah, I'll just come right out and say that. It's Pride Month.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah. How about is. you, Garrett?
1: Oh, well, oh, I decided you on my Jesse James uh, bio flick, I watched uh, <laughs> Wild Wild West. With Will Smith. Oh, nice. man. so much nice. really, history. <laughs> dude, the thing is, I don't really I love understand when you get where.
0: Will in the water tower. Man, oh, yeah.
1: Will Smith's sure. butt. Yep.
0: See, yep. I'm, really, I'm really going Pride Month. <laughs> I should
2: have watched that. Well, I think they actually had spider bodies back then, right? Like, robots. Dude, it's crazy because,
1: like, it's very steampunk. Very accurate. Very steampunk. Yeah, definitely yeah. Steampunk. steampunk. I just don't, don't know why they don't mention any of the steampunk shit that actually happened. Like, I'm pretty sure. Um, Dr. Lovelace, you know, the main oh, yeah. antagonist of the movie, uh, was probably written off of Wild Bill Hickok, you know? Most likely. Not yeah. sure. Actually, one of my prized possessions is an autographed um, Wild Wild West VHS tape.
0: You really, what? It's not autographed by Will Smith. I think some guy just wrote his name on it, the previous owner. Wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Do you even
2: have a VCR?
0: No. No, I don't actually own that. But, yeah, what a great movie. So anyways, Jesse James. If you don't know, Jesse James was an American outlaw and unofficial Confederate soldier from Missouri who was among the more famous outlaws of early Western America. He spoke about as sort of a Robin Hood of the Wild West, but he isn't, like at all. Jesse didn't help the poor. He was a racist and a remorseless killer who justified his actions behind his political movement. And in my opinion, he really didn't ever do anything of any real
1: significance. I mean, besides be a dick. Yeah, Jesse, you're fucking... Douche, man. And there's bigger douches douche in the story, man. right? Yeah. Douche man. This douche is a man. bunch of <laughs> douche man, just <Jesse> James. <laughs> a
0: bunch of a bunch of douchebags in this story that were probably like also very odorous from being in the woods, and oh. sweaty all mm-hmm. the time. Uh, I don't want to smell or know any of these men. I can imagine their teeth.
1: Probably bad oh, teeth. Yeah. They're really, really oh yeah. Really, really nasty. And their toes. Bad breath right before someone kills you. Ugh. Yeah, I think their yeah. teeth looked like their toes. They just had a bunch of dangling toes.
2: Out of their mouths? <laughs> mouth. I
1: don't know why I got that visual, but... Toes are weird. Yeah. So anyways, Jesse was born September 5th of
0: 1847 near Kearney, Missouri, to his parents Robert and Zarelda James. He and his older brother Frank were immediately introduced to the great Southern tradition of racism. Growing up, as the Civil War approached, the James family owned slaves. They had a few. They talked about a woman named Charlotte who was, like, about 30 when they got her. And this is where I was wondering how Jessie was such a vehement racist because she bathed them and dressed them when they were little kids. And how do you not, like, gain a soft spot when you, like, grew up with someone who's, like, playing your mom
1: that's black? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just...
2: Oh, like a, like a motherly figure you would think you'd have feelings of affection towards, but...
1: Not if you're a racist. You no, know,
2: people are nuts.
0: I'd like to say I wouldn't have been a racist, but who knows growing up in the South, if you were like raised like that and you're a white guy like me, who knows? I might have been Jesse James. I f- hope not. I certainly wouldn't have been as successful with whatever I tried to do <laughs> at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
2: I don't know if you'd have a podcast, that's for sure. No, right. No, that's one I a podcast. Oh, man.
0: Uh, cancel Culture would have got Jesse James podcast by now. Yeah. Yeah, he would have said something very Alex Jones-like on there. Jesse's father spent time as a popular and talented minister of the church. I'm sure he was spewing some great sentiments, but also had a family and a farm to take care of, hence owning several slaves at all times. The James family and many Missourians were in support of slavery, believing it to be the backbone of the Southern economy, which turned out to be true, and would eventually support succeeding from the Union as the Civil War drew closer. But... This is where I got to talk about Missouri in general. Cause see, yeah, I mean. I think
2: you mean Missouri. Missouri.
0: Missouri. 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 There you go. Missouri. Missouri is kind of right smack dab in the middle of the country. And yes. when you have mm-hmm. a civil war that was going on, you know, split like a pizza top and bottom, like south against north, Missouri was one of those states where some people thought one way and other people thought another. Yeah, it was very 50-50. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, it's kind of like the stinky armpit of the Midwest.
0: Absolutely, oh, yeah. That's what I, I like think. that. Yeah, uh, I bet St. Louis tries to tell other cities that it's not actually in Missouri. Mm. You know? Oh, yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, I don't think it is.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's in Illinois, I think. I
2: think it's in. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> but it wants to be.
2: But I think that town's actually pretty nice. Like I, I've never visited, but the arch seems cool.
1: It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like how it it's arches. Just an arch, though. Yeah, yeah it when reminds you drive me of ho- McDonald's. Yeah just uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> who stole the other half of the Saint Louis arch? Mm.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Next next <clears throat> episode.
0: Right. <laughs> right. So, this disagreement between political views amongst neighbors led to some of the most vicious infighting in Missouri that happened throughout like the, some of the most horrific acts in the Civil War definitely happened in Missouri.
1: Or just on the you know, it was not the place between to be. neighbors.
0: Yeah, no, you know, neighbors definitely. Because it's like one thing when you're mm-hmm. all in a line and you've all agreed to enlist in the army, and it's another when someone shows up at your door wearing a Union Army's outfit, tricks you outside, and shoots you in the head. Yeah. That's oh, totally gosh. different. A right. little bit different. Mm. Yeah, so vicious infighting among neighbors was what made this area particularly bad. And Jesse's dad passed away when he was just three years old. But his mother remarried twice. Once briefly, he was a douche, and then again successfully to a man, Reuben Samuel, who had a huge farm that would be like the home base for the James Younger gang for much of the story we're about And he to. was
1: a total pushover, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Zerelda James, she didn't need no man.
1: Yeah, she, she was a pretty... Uh, she
0: probably listened to uh, No Scrubs by TLC a lot. Or
2: Miss Independent by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, that's the one I
0: should...
1: Or have. Yeah. Or Do was a by push. Ramstein. After Kelly Clarkson.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I need to listen to Kelly to ramp up to do Haas. Oh, for sure. Mm. Yeah, me too. I love so many Kelly Clarkson songs. Mm -hmm. She's
2: so talented. You guys. Yeah.
0: My life would suck without Without Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to think about it.
2: Like how sad you would be.
0: So at this farm, maybe the most debaucherous chapter in Jesse's life would start. And that's what I'm saying about Jesse's story. We start off. We hit the ground running, and then fade away, right? Slowly,
2: a slow clap. Yeah.
0: In April, <laughs> okay. of, in April of eighteen sixty-one, on the East Coast, the Confederate Army attacked Fort Sumter, and thus the American Civil War began. The bloodiest still of any American war in terms of casualties, because everyone who died was an right. American. Right. In many cases, in Missouri, like I said, this fighting was going on between neighbors. And smaller armies, because of this, started to pop up. Basically, just gangs. They call them militias or what have you, but they were just unsanctioned armies, had nothing to do with the government, and they were rolling around during the dirtiest shit. Like, well, they were scalping those, each other. Yeah, a lot of those
1: <clears throat> militias came from sanctioned militias, too.
0: Some of them were involved with the army that were leading them, but the groups we'll talk lot, about yeah. here, the unionists or abolitionists in charge of getting rid of, you know, or at least in support of getting rid of. They were called Jayhawkers. And Jesse's yeah. bros were called Bushwhackers. And I'm sure they both did terrible things, but we're going to yeah. talk about the Bushwhackers. And they were some. Just some gorilla. Creepy, mean dudes. Yeah. Man. Anyways, one of the worst examples of these gorilla warriors was a Bushwhacker named Bill Anderson, or his nickname, Bloody Bill Anderson. <clears throat> and I had to stop and talk about Bill a little bit because Bill is scary. Bill was from Kansas. Yeah, very scary, man. And Bill's father had been killed by a judge who was an abolitionist and union supporter. Bill quickly killed said judge and then took off to Missouri to escape the law, where he joined a renowned bushwhacker named William Quantrill. And William Quantrill was like
1: semi-legit.
0: Well, he was the original election. leader the of that,
1: that like sanction of bushwhackers in Missouri yep. at the time. Yep. He was Isn't, the crew.
2: Aren't there other um, criminal Bills, too? Like, Bill is just such a creepy name. Oh. <sighs> There's it nothing is. good about Where it. Where's Buffalo Bill from? It is. Is that?
0: Well, yeah, that's from Silence of the yes. Lambs. Yes. Okay. He's yeah. A, right. It puts oh. the lotion on the skin. Oh my
2: gosh. Or else it yeah. gets the hose again. I. Oh. He <laughs>
0: <know>. oh, <laughs> did that so well. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. You Are you even that practicing on, on that? Tap <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like the inspiration for the voice for that serial killer bit I do. Oh. Okay. Good. Oh, good. I like that. Interesting. Yeah. Intéressant. So yeah, mm-hmm. Bill's. He's on the run, but he joins bushwhackers who are always on the run and always doing illegal shit. And if you were going to be a psychopath in the Wild West, he had dropped into the perfect position because everything he was doing was excused under the banner
1: of war. Well, I also think that like the bushwhackers are a lot like the characters from The Purge. I've never seen the movie or the movies, but like... They got their chance to just, just go nuts. They just... Yeah. Exactly. They use it as an opportunity to be like, laws don't abide to us and we are going to be i mean i'm sure a lot of them were just that's talking, how it would be
0: today would downtowns we? would be violent jungles if oh yeah. yeah if we
2: didn't have roads oh my god <laughs> 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 right. uh, you gotta I, I was thinking what like if someone wanted to be a bushwhacker like what would they have to do like they're hazing
0: they would hold mm. back a bush and <laughs> let it snap
1: back at you as you followed them through the woods Oh. That seems a little mild. I think they would be doing something <laughs> do a little you, more...
2: Do you think they rode around like with weed whackers?
1: Oh, Is that why we got that They term? were a very literal group. So the Jayhawkers we, had skateboards. They hate and being the bushwhackers. Had, had weed, weed wha- whackers. Yeah, there you go.
2: Weed wickers. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe this is a funner story than I remember from... The- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. Anyways, the James family was huge fans of these rebel groups of men. In fact, Zerelda James named her daughter... After William Quantrill, her middle name was Quantrill, just because she wanted to have one of these heroic bushwhackers in the family. And Jesse was in his teens, seeing all these men basically march through his town with scalps of northern men on their horses. And he thought they were like Superman or, you know, Joe DiMaggio. They were his heroes.
1: He had Joe DiMaggio.
0: And, you know, uh, his brother was a little older than him, Frank James, who will be his lifetime partner in crime. He participated in the Lawrence massacre where bushwhackers killed over 150 men and boys <clears throat> in a town just for being abolitionists. Many of them right at their front doors in front of their families. And eventually a league of bushwhackers because of this connection to Frank led by bloody Bill Anderson would be offered room and board at, and a nice hot meal at the farm where Reuben Samuel, and Zarelda lived. So they just had this big old brunch with a bunch of yeah, murderers, bushwhackers in the yard. Jesse mm. was looking up at this dude like,
1: ah, what a
0: what I can't a guy. wait till I can join the military.
1: Yeah. Like well, you got to remember, too, that Jesse's older brother was able to join the Confederate Army, you know, two yeah. what, two three years exactly. before him. Yeah. And Jesse this whole time is wondering, am I even going to be able to fucking fight in this war yeah. before it's over? Like, so this whole time, he's still stuck at home doing the chores. Mm. Every once in a while, all these bushwhackers would come back, and his mom would be like, "Yeah, come on in, fucking. Ah, I'm crazy. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I'm a psychopath, too.
1: Right, right. Jesse begins his initiation
0: process on his own when Jesse kills a unionist in his yard with his friends. This was one of those knock knock. Hey, can you come outside? Boom. Oh, they my just gosh. did it. It
2: was that was probably <clears throat> was that the first person he killed then? Yep.
0: Yeah, they they speculate oh that this gosh. is. What yep. a- and he was only. 15 or 16 year old kid when he did that and because of this jesse was eventually welcomed as a bushwhacker himself at the young age of 16 and off jesse went to a life of camping in the woods outside towns they planned to wreak havoc on or on the hot trail of some union soldiers to kill Mm. and the time spent under the command of bloody bill could not have done anything positive for jesse i mean even the actual wartime stuff was ruthless by Bill, but then, again, he had some very personal psychopathic crimes that Jesse definitely saw. This is one of the parts of the books where they don't really know what Jesse saw when he was with Bill, but Bill was doing this shit for sure.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like a, an apprentice to Bill. Oh,
0: yeah. For a, mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm sure it desensitized him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
0: holy shit. Lives weren't really worth that much during the Civil War, man. It's, oh, it's sad. For example, after one raid on a Unionist camp, Bill took pleasure in slicing off a man who was laying there's ear and holding it in front of him before he shot him.
2: Man, what's the thing with ears? I don't
1: know. I mean, like Mozart know, had that? Was it Mozart or no, Beethoven? Vincent or? van Gogh. Van oh, Goh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, he was also schizophrenic, but...
2: Oh, okay, well... I think
1: that's where that comes from, you know, cutting off his own ear. Mm-hmm. I and I don't um, know what his thoughts were, like but...
2: <laughs> like he made himself do it. I yeah. hope he didn't, like... his like, other voice.
1: <laughs> I hope he didn't think that he could
0: somehow have somebody talk to into it remotely and still here that seems oh. like something a schizophrenic
2: like person an ear, like ear walkie talkie <laughs> right, right that'd be a creepy design for walkie talkies oh god Some oh. severed ear
1: weird path here take this walkie talkie <laughs> now you'll be able to talk to me wherever you are is that your ear such a romantic yeah, gesture <laughs> yeah, it is
0: <laughs> it's near this time that Jesse is shot for the first time he'll have two like unhealed pretty pretty gunshot close wounds in his
1: Right in his mm-hmm. chest for most of his life.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember that scene. Colin Farrell gets shot. Spoiler alert. Oh,
0: this is oh. nothing like phone booth.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so many different set locations. Can I just have like, one phone call?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Colin, get back in the booth. <laughs> 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 You're shot. That movie. Oh, oh my it's gosh. it's very intense and it's very low so budget. Intense. Yeah, he's in the phone. The the whole scene is a phone booth. In a tall building. Oh, it'd be sweet High if it building. was all just in his mind later. Oh, yeah. Like Roseanne. psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much mm-hmm. like Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> the sitcom? Yeah,
0: the thriller sitcom. Uh. <laughs> Did you ever see it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, several times. Until <laughs> we cancel culture debt.
2: <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> so Jesse was a chronic horse dealer, and he was shot by a German immigrant while attempting to steal his horse. And again, as the bushwhacker group moved on to, from town to town, like, this is one of those scary Bloody Bill Anderson stories. They come across a lone, unarmed man that was seeking a doctor for his gravely ill mother. Despite and he was just married, like, a couple days yeah, ago. Three days before. Yeah. But the man had union affiliations, and despite him being being out on his own personal matter and alone he was made to strip naked and was shot and left
1: dead in the rain on gravel road like you said three days after his marriage i just think it's shitty that like i don't care who you are if you're going to fetch a doctor for your ill mom you, you know should be just just let go. Go. go yeah he's, yeah he's, he's you should
2: get a pass yeah
1: even if you're a racist and your mom's a racist i'd be like well you're being pretty nice right now you're you're on your horse trying to go find a doctor for your mom. I'm, yeah. I'll let you go.
2: Who doesn't have a mom?
1: People named right. Bill.
0: People named Bill
1: don't have moms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's and right. And they're taking it out yeah, on
0: everyone true. else. Yeah,
2: he's like the he's like uh, like Jesus. Yeah. Or well, I guess Jesus had a mom. What I say? And um, not only was Bill, yeah.
0: not only was Bill good at his job, you know. Amping his his men up, leading them fearless into raids. It was always this little personal shit that scared me the most. Like, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. after a raid on a town, he'd go rape a poor black woman. And there was even one, like, because Quantrill had an actual rank as captain. So, Bloody Bill starts calling himself Colonel Bill Anderson. Both to outrank Quantrill. And then, after some of these raids, like, he's walking through a house where he just probably raped or killed someone. And he sees a body-length mirror yeah and there's a story about him like stopping and being like how are you today colonel bill anderson like what yeah dude he was so full of himself oh i
1: missed that that is super creepy. creepy yeah man he's a weirdo jeez we should just talk about him for the rest of the episode yeah. Yeah, during
0: jesse's yeah. time under bill <laughs> the bushwhackers took part in one of the worst events that i've ever heard about during the civil war and it was called the Centralia Massacre.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, this is yeah. On yeah. September 27,
0: 1864, the Bushwhackers raided the small town of Centralia. They beat up and robbed residents, cockily tasting soup off their stoves. They got drunk on local whiskey supply, as unexpectedly, a train, a passenger train, pulled into town. Bill Boy. and his men boarded the train, guns drawn, and found 24 Union soldiers, young men, on their way home from the Battle of Atlanta. The Union men were ordered to leave the train, and while two of the men whispered amongst themselves while disembarking down the train stairs, they were immediately shot in the head by Bill Anderson. The remaining men were ordered to strip naked, were asked questions, and shot shortly thereafter to death, right there in front of all the townsfolk. They then set the whole train on fire and sent it down the tracks again, which is, sorry, it's kinda badass.
1: That's kind of yeah. That sounds epic. Like if
2: that was in a movie, right? Like that would be a good, uh, like a really cool epic scene.
1: Yeah. What if like one of the stagehands is like, what if we just, what if one of the guys then sets the train on fire and just sets it on his way, and they're They're all like, like, oh shit, Ozzy Osbourne's gonna write a song about this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's a really good suggestion. Yeah. Like a
2: portal opens and then it goes straight to hell.
1: Oh, damn. It's like going 88 You eight eight just brought it to another level.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, my gosh. Shit. But the horror was far from over because then a close-by legion of Union soldiers would then engage the bushwhackers in battle in defense of the town. Andrew Johnston led a reported 147 men into battle against just 80 bushwhackers, of which 123 of Johnston's men were killed, including Johnson, who was reportedly killed by none other than Jesse James himself. In the aftermath, though, of this brutal battle between actual soldiers, so at least it wasn't killing innocent village people, Bill again showed his true colors. The dead were mutilated. They removed heads from bodies and swapped them onto other ones, like, look, his head's oh on a different gosh. body now. Yeah. Bill cut the penis off of one man and shoved it in his mouth.
2: Into Bill's mouth? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That would be way funnier, <laughs> because that...
0: Oh. No, the poor
1: guy's mouth. Who would the dead guy? Yeah,
2: Yeah. I don't even know if he was dead yet. Oh, that's sick.
1: Yeah, severed (sighs) genitalia and heads is Mm
2: -hmm.
1: not a pretty sight. So I mean, now you see why I had to go into detail
0: on Bill a little bit. Uh, Well, then
1: you—it's important to note too. This also, you know, Jesse at such a young age, seeing all this shit, you know.
0: Imagine being a kid who just lived in the town at that time. How traumatizing that would fucking be. You see men out mm-hmm. in the field swapping heads onto different bodies for fun.
1: Right. I getting mean, laughing, Getting drunk. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm putting his penis in his mouth. <laughs> like, it's disgusting. Yeah. I cannot yeah, believe fuck, that this dude. stuff
0: happened. Like, sometimes it's, dude, I
1: it's stranger know. than fiction.
2: Yeah, for sure. He, he's, like, that was his new normal.
1: Right, right.
2: His oh, violence was, he was the the new wasn't anything yeah. for him. And you know, that's he probably this why all... he
0: never got back to regular life after right. seeing all this. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, Bloody Bill had very little time left. Cause he was reaching a fever pitch of his narcissistic behavior, like I said, with his attitude in the mirror and his naming himself Colonel. I don't know what this dude would have done if he hadn't died. But in his next meeting with Union forces, the guerrillas were overwhelmed. And although Bloody Bill was one of only two men who still rode bravely against the Union forces, he suffered a severe fatal shot to his head. And the Union soldiers took their turn this time, uh, taking a bunch of pictures with Bill's dead body. You can if you look it up oh, yeah. on Google Images, Bloody Bill Anderson, one of the first ones to pop up is a uh, pretty handsome guy, but uh, right. sitting there dead with his head held up and his hair all messy. just like Yeah, and he didn't, you oh, know,
1: man. one thing they forgot to do is cut his wiener off and, yeah, and stuff shove it, it in his, his mouth. His you know? his like a yeah. stogie. Yeah, I mean, right. and
2: people were taking pictures with him, like souvenir photos or?
1: I think that yeah. um,
0: whenever or these what? outlaws, whenever these outlaws finally died, it was pretty popular to uh, document it with a picture so that you could cur- like collect your reward money from whomever was giving it. Because,
2: mm, oh, you know, right.
0: there was uh, people with prices on their heads on either side of the war. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all you gotta do is take your picture proof over to whoever's paying oh, out okay, for that guy for to die. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Jesse will be a victim of that too. <clears throat> yeah.
1: During the this notoriety, That'd be cool. I'd love to be the guy like, dude, I fucking shot wild bill you know yeah yeah or
0: Bloody and uh like, they did uh, have a little bit of a vendetta against this guy he'll come up one more time bring him uh, to
2: uh what's that um what's that that person that like um restores animals oh taxidermist car- taxidermy Ooh, yeah that'd be
1: crazy if they taxidermied
0: oh what if it was like a thing where like all of our forefathers were like taxidermied Ooh, somewhere
2: yeah. in a yeah. oh,
1: that's kind of knows. what it's kind of what the egyptians like were going we just for. didn't mummify mm-hmm. our our people we just Taxi-draming them and kept them yeah. in our house.
2: Or put them in those uh, wax museums.
1: Oh, yeah. they oh, real? Oh, God. That would be so creepy. Thank God we don't do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just mad. <clears throat> I don't even know. Oh. God, it
0: sounds like a Tim Burton film or something <laughs> yeah. weird like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. No, maybe Rob right. Zombie. Yeah, more, definitely Rob Zombie. Yeah. During this time in American history, it was very clear that the Civil War was going to go to the North. And the South was losing fast. The war would finally end the next spring. That happened in September. The war ended in April. But that did nothing to change the allegiance of the James Boys. It's almost like the war just never ended for them. And lots of people at the time for like the next decade were thinking, oh, this shit's going to pop up. It's going to break out again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Mm -hmm. give it time. But it didn't. Thank God.
2: Like we'd have a second civil war? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine
0: if we would have split permanently and you could never go to Atlanta? Yeah, (laughs)
2: Atlanta. Oh, I can't go to
0: Atlanta. Love Atlanta. Oh man. (laughs) So the James boys, still firmly Southern in their hearts and feeling scorned post-war, they would begin to further their Southern agenda in a bit different ways. Even after the war was over, no more official battles. They were doing bill stuff like still. A lot
1: of these bushwhackers were still bros. You know, they were still bros. Guys, they'd
0: still get drunk and. After the war was over, Jesse uh, dressed in a union clothes that he had stole, trick a man outside, and kill him again. Jesse oh, right. Jesse started to get into it. Like, you can tell, not Frank, but Jesse was yeah. a psycho. Like, he, he was a remorseless person. For sure. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. liked True. killing. Yeah. It
2: makes me think of that game Capture the Flag. Like, they were all... Like, that's such a fun game. And... It it makes it. I want to seem- hear you going
1: with this. Keep going, <laughs> capture the flag.
2: No, just like how they all hide and then like come out and. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Like how you do in capture the flag. Like everybody's just hiding. Yeah, and they it's do the rebel yell game. instead of saying
0: like "Ollie, ollie, oxen for your yeah. whatever you're supposed to yeah. do. Yeah, like, yeah. I
1: th- I see it more of like hide and seek, but like the rules are is like <laughs> once you find us, we're gonna kill you. Or we're at least gonna be. <laughs> And we're going to try your soup off your stove.
2: Yeah. We don't care what kind of soup it don't is. Don't you touch my soup. <laughs> no soup for you.
1: Oh, oh dude, I do want to quick say it. It's funny that you mentioned uh, taxidermied bodies in Rob Zombie. Because in House of a Thousand Corpses, Rain Wilson. I'm so glad you're circling back to this. What I you- am too. Mm-hmm. He gets taxidermied. You know, Dwight Schrute, for all of you guys that don't know, gets taxidermied in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie, one of the Rob Zombie films, so check it out. Content. He turns oh. into a fish boy.
2: Not too familiar like cre- with creepy. pretty Garrett, but...
1: Uh. I'm a horror buff. Sorry. Oh, really? Sorry, I oh, felt gosh. the need to do that.
2: I like stray away from those movies. Oh, I love
1: it.
0: What would eventually make the James Boys <laughs> change from <laughs> petty murder to a more lucrative form of crime was the collapsing economy in the South after slaves were gone. These guys had to go do their own work now in some cases and it's probably definitely slowed down the amounts of material that they were able to sell to the north because they couldn't harvest as much cotton blah 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 so everyone who supported slavery was pissed about that and after three-year drought the James boys would blame the government for their plight and they were like report they were always at the farm but they like to claim in like the press that They were made to live abroad, and they could never go home again, even though they were like always home. So I'm not sure if they were just doing that for sympathy or why. I don't know. They would begin to focus their attention on banks and train robberies in a career that would still include murder, but it was just like a fun bonus now. They would join up with another group of boys named the Younger Clan. The Younger brothers, uh, three brothers, joined the James brothers too, but they also had Like, a few dudes who weren't in either family that were always, like, hanging out with their crew. But the main ones are the younger brothers and Frank and Jesse James.
2: So they had a lot of groupies.
0: This is, yeah, but this is the crew. This is when the crew starts working. So all the bushwhacker stuff's done. Now a couple local boys who are fed up with the North and aiming to make some money and make a political point start doing what Jesse is actually famous for. That first stuff, all that terrible shit we just talked about that kind of like slides on Jesse and he still looked like like looked at as a Robin Hood despite all that shit he did which is amazing. Yeah. So November 7th, 1869, the boys would begin their infamous outlaw career at the Davies County Saving Association. All the banks have super complicated ways back then.
2: Wow, that's like so sophisticated.
0: And they said before this, normal bank robbing looked more like fraud where you would just write a fake note because banks didn't even always have like printed notes on file.
1: Well, this is the thing too. I'm not going to get too much into this, but the right monetary the Civil system War was different is, back then. Yeah. This is the introduction of our modern, you know, they called them the greenbacks. Cash was like new. Cash
0: mm. itself, this was the introduction so this of This is like the, the first time that you that could actually rob a bank. Yeah. yeah, sort yeah. Of.
2: Wow, that's so crazy. Right.
0: Yeah. They like uh
2: what is money?
0: <laughs> what, what is money? Is money? <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: We're well, so just <laughs> owing everything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> A few men walked inside the bank, and one of them, presumably Jesse, who always was the front man and speaker during these crimes, asked him to change out a $100 bill. When he looked up, they trained guns on the cashier and demanded the cash and shot him. They possibly thought that they were avenging... avenging bloody bill's death by shooting the man samuel cox who was supposedly from that town but i don't think so because why would he assume that samuel cox even though he lived in that town was just also the bank teller doesn't really make much sense at all either way the men escaped now a common description of the bandits would emerge they always because they were stealing and had money for it had super nice clothes and super healthy huge horses Jesse was a chronic horse dealer. like always. He loved stealing horses. Whoa,
2: that was like his thing.
0: Yeah, he's like, ooh, that horse is like thick. That's, I need a, th- that's a thick horse. <laughs> I need that thick makes horse. Make some glue. Right, I'm going to name it Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke, sorry guys. Anyways, the men escaped and that common description would emerge. They usually wore those uh, bandit style bandanas around their nose too. At least at first. Oh, sure. Yep. Now, while they were claiming to be innocent amongst, like, they said they didn't perpetrate that crime, but Jesse was pretty quickly connected because he always talked to the press and he was always, like, bragging and outspoken about what he did. So, immediately, everyone knows that Jesse started robbing banks.
2: Open your vault.
0: (laughs) Open your vault. And another thing, like, before all of the robberies, they started to do this thing where they would, uh... Camp out outside the town and even like go into the saloons and walk, like, kind of case the town beforehand. Oh, oh, right. So, Mm. lots of times, yeah, if you started seeing three tall, strapping men with nice clothes and nice horses roaming around your town randomly, you're probably about to get robbed. Yeah,
2: they were just doing some window shopping.
0: Similarly, on June 3rd, yes, in Cordaine, Iowa, almost the entire town was gathered before an entertaining orator, like a dude who was just. Kind of stories. doing stand-up, honestly. Oh, yeah. Or whatever, you know, oh, comedy. the orator? Or, yeah, the yeah, orators yeah, that yeah. would just, uh, they were just talented speakers, and everyone was so bored back then without TV and no, po- <laughs> no Pornhub. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah we'll is that wa- what it we'll was? We'll just watch you speak. There, yeah. Hey, there's an orator coming into town.
0: The reason this is important is Did
2: because... Did you say orator? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Oh, God. While the town sat captivated, a few well-dressed men in long black frock coats on fine horses, rode into town. They quietly robbed the local bank, where the teller was one of the only people that was even at work. I mean, come on, there's an orator. (laughs) Then, because Jesse could never take not getting attention, they rode up to the crowd from behind and said, We just robbed your bank, just so you guys know. (laughs) None of y'all saw it. But we did. But
2: we did do, and we have the pictures. And the town was so. Pictures or it didn't happen.
0: (laughs) Pictures or it didn't happen. Here's a selfie with me and the cashier. (laughs) I didn't shoot this one. Here's
2: a selfie, me opening the vault, (laughs) closing the vault. There's
0: Frank inside. Look how big he looks in that little vault. (laughs) (laughs) He's
2: so big, Uh. and I'm so little.
0: But the townsfolk were, like, too stunned to, like, get up. And chase him, and plus, you know, let the orator finish, please, and then we'll go see if the bank oh, is robbed. Right? Yeah, they no. didn't
2: want to be rude to the orator. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> when they did get to the bank, they did found the shocked and disgruntled clerk, like, yeah, I was robbed. How was yeah. the orator, guys?
2: Like, a couple hours ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: so because of that, they pretty easily escaped. And yeah, Man, they, they're so stupid. Jesse's like showing him the picture. He's like, what are y'all doing, by the way?
2: Yeah, like it's already released on like media. <laughs> yeah, right. What do you guys You guys just
0: listen to this guy talk? Yeah. <laughs> and after just a couple robberies, Jesse was a savvy vet. The gang then surfaced in Columbia, Kentucky, where Jesse just pushed through the doors, said good evening, and shot the cashier right away. Jesus. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Now, oh. this cashier had heard about the earlier new Bank robbery
1: crimes. It didn't matter. And no, but he, he just...
0: he had, but he had made comments to the people that he worked with that, that oh. ever happens here, I ain't letting him oh, in the that's vault. Right. I don't care I what happens. Yeah, sure. He's so while like, this dude was bleeding in. out. Good evening.
2: He's like, good evening, good Pal. morning, and good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in case I don't see you.
0: Not such a good evening, because <laughs> while the man sat dying, the robbers sat trying to get him to give them the combination to the vault, which mm. he never did. He sat there and bled out right in front of the boys being like, "Give it to us. Give it to us. Give it to us." And Damn. the robbery was completely unsuccessful. Jeez. The boys would head back to Kansas, uh, another thin Lizzie sounding situation, but Yeah. During <laughs> right. the second oh a- <laughs> during let's not, let's not <laughs> We're not doing it. it.
2: We're not doing it. <laughs>
0: during the second annual industrial exposition, which would now just be called a fair, in Kansas City, the bandits ex- struck Oh, uh, the bandit struck again. Thousands of people joined the fair for just 50 cents a pop. That's a great entry fee. A group of three men with checkered bandanas rode up to the ticket booth, and they just grabbed all the admission money from the ticket taker, who instinctively ran after them. But one of the mounted men shot at him and instead missed and hit a little girl in the calf.
1: Mm. They left into the she woods. She did die, did she? No, just, okay. just uh,
0: they didn't say she did. They left into the woods east of town and Try made of off with about... or leg, though. Maybe, I'm guessing yeah. back in the time, if you just get shot in the calf, gangrene. what are they going to do? They left with just $978. They said they could have made 12000 if they could have just gotten there a little sooner before the dude had uh, picked up the first round of admission money. Sure. Yeah, and this is when uh, the press starts to really get a hold of the Jesse crimes, and this dude named John Edwards, who was a pretty accomplished writer, and everyone... In the whole country like if you're in new york yeah. the civil war isn't as interesting because it's right. not at your back door so they were eating up all this southern stories calm. of what's yeah. going on they're like have so you been reading about they... the james younger brothers
1: right so now how did they at this point start publicizing themselves
0: like so he made friends with this guy named john edwards who right from the beginning okay. was like right. on jesse's jock dude this right. guy loves jesse yep. he's, a,
2: he's like his fanboy he's his fanboy that's that's and kids also are saying, a newspaper writer yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> if jesse writes him letters he'll release him to the press oh, and okay. as well as like writing his own letters about each of the individual crimes which he always says the bravery of it all is somewhat admirable that's what he basically sure. says about look at these boys they they're challenging the system right i don't think it's very impressive but whatever along with one of the most famous pieces of edwards' work coming out at this time which was called it was a it was a piece he wrote called the chivalry of crime which he just drones on and on about how these bandits are actually heroes and not common criminals. Mm. And Jesse eats it up. He he writes letters so to the course. course there's a guy that writes something he, like that. Jesse compares himself to <laughs> Napoleon. God. He's
2: just waiting for it to happen. Yeah, <laughs> he's no shit. Write about it. God, it's In so Jesse's letter dummies. to the
0: newspaper, he compares himself to Napoleon, Alexander the Great. Oh yeah. Of course. And mm-hmm. all he's done is
2: rub. We rob know a about of- Alexander, right. right, guys? Yes. Yeah.
1: Alexander the Great. You
2: call back to epi- Cleo episode. I don't know what number call it was. Call backs. Call backs. I think it was six. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, On May twenty seventh, eighteen seventy three. Now this is a French name. The Saint jean Jeanvive Savings Association in South Missouri. Wait, say that again. <laughs> yeah, Saint Jeanvive. Jean be- Sorry. Wait, I just oh. wanted to Do hear you, know you say it. Do you know French? Have
2: you been taking French? <laughs> yeah. Lessons.
0: Uh, check this out. Dualingual. Croissant.
2: Oh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> shit. fancy! Yeah. yeah, that makes me really oh, hungry. For oh my conscience. god! I was just
0: Hide your daughters that and your wives in your yeah. bread dough that you can twist or whatever. Close your windows. Do you usually say that before <laughs> sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christ yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just and that's baguette. how you initiate sex, Bagout. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, baguettes are so phallic. Makes me think of sex.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of things are phallic. So, long story (laughs) short, sweet French word,
0: the boys robbed that bank. But that would pretty much be the end of their bank robberies for now, because at this point, they weren't coming up with enough real spendable cash from the banks, so they decided, how does all the money move throughout the country? It moves on the railroads. And that's when the boys would turn their attention to robbing trains. Pretty genius, really. Do they set them
1: all on fire when they're done? No. Like that last kind of? And Pretty at this point,
2: John Wayne comes in and saves the day.
1: Oh, yeah. Mel's right? got uh, right. the Duke. Mel the brought Duke some is
2: in the building, guys. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. mascot. laughs>
2: we don't have to worry about anything.
0: Mel's got some John Wayne memorabilia sitting by yeah, her because she wanted to get in the racist white man frame well, of mind. Well, it's just, you know,
2: right here in case we needed to, to talk touch. about him. Sure. Yeah, I'm go. just to see touching his on. leather yeah. book. It's nice, yeah. yeah.
0: The Duke doesn't appear in any of this outlaw. No, I think he's just
2: actually an actor.
0: So these how yeah, some of these would robberies be. would go. They would set up outside of a town right where the railroad would curve so that, you know, they come around the curve and all of a sudden you see what the men had done to set up. They would either dislodge the track by digging under it or set a bunch of railroad ties across it. The conductor would see mm-hmm. it and start breaking the train slowly. They would raid onto the train... Point guns in everyone's faces, rob them, and then rob the train safe.
1: You know, it's crazy to think, too, because these weren't the (coughs) only guys that robbed trains in the Wild West history. But, like, when Mm -hmm. I think about it, like, how easy would it have actually been? Mm -hmm. It probably would have. I guess I'm trying to say it would have been extremely easy to rob a train. It's going in one direction. It can't go backwards. It's only going forwards. All you got to do is slow it down, hop on.
2: Yeah, you have to hop on. I think that's, like, the biggest thing. Yeah, you And then you get, have to hop off. Yeah, yeah I don't right. think I could... I think <clears throat> I could hop on. Hopping off would be hard. But but that's you where you'd get, you get caught,
0: because you'd show up at the next town, and you'd just be like, I couldn't hop off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
2: just couldn't get off. Like, right? I have a hard time getting off a bus, like, and you pull a string. Right. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I just love public transportation, so...
0: Boy, a, a whole promising criminal career thwarted by... Just bad coordination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so from that first train raid, they got about 2300 some dollars, but less than expected. They're always getting less than expected. Always. And in the next robberies, they would don the very stylish KKK hoods of the South because oh, yeah, that great that. organization Gosh. was
1: also in its infancy. Yeah, what a great... Uh, <clears throat> I yeah. really wish I, w- I knew what, you know, the reasoning behind it. They'd, they'd them doing that,
0: you know? yeah. They said that might have been uh AC McCoy. And I think AC McCoy of a is
1: a great outlaw
0: name, he's oh. one of the ones that, that is, uh, yeah, AC McCoy. AC McCoy, McCoy. He, he was one of the guys that was affiliated, but not one of the brothers of either side. Mm. Bam, was he one of
1: the Hatfields and McCoys? Oh my god, great question! You know, was he one oh of the So, no. I think that happened prior to the Civil War, yeah. Anyway, was, or maybe it was, was he a shy guy? Know. A shy guy. <laughs> good you know, like, question. He's so coy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. God, I that went over both of our heads. <laughs>
0: yeah. We suck. Oh. Now, while many people who heard about these train robberies would actually house the boys, give them meals, pat them on the back, and say that they were fighting the good fight of the South, in the North, prices had been put on the bandits' head, and private police organizations like the Pinkerton Gang. Pinkerton Gang was just like a bunch of detectives you could hire. You know, mm-hmm. private eyes, such like that. They started wanting to catch Jesse. Well, the Pinkertons were
1: kind of like the FBI and CIA all in right, right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have those at the time. With a name yeah. that reminds me of
0: Pink Eye for some reason. I can't... Yeah.
2: Pinkerton. Know. Yeah, Pinkerton um, is in American Outlaws, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> a
0: lot. Yes. Well, a man with notably soft hands pulled into Kansas City named Jonathan Witcher, who was an undercover Pinkerton agent. And he was one of the first people who was going to try and pull one over on Jesse and infiltrate the gang. But when he showed up, like, first of all, everyone in town was like, don't fucking try
1: that. Yeah. These guys are fucking (laughs) savages. Yeah. They're the bushwhacking gorillas. They'll just fucking cut your dick off and put it in your mouth.
0: Yeah. And this guy was like, well, apparently you've never seen me act. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Like, uh, maybe let's move to different states.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, this man was found murdered later. Like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't make, he showed up and they just killed him right, <laughs> right away. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then Jesse enjoyed his marriage to his cousin. Oh, who that's had the right. same oh name God. as his yeah. mother, oh, Zerelda Which yeah, is
2: like such a weird we name. We just talked about this. Zorelda. Like, I can't
0: bang Debs. That's my mom's name, oh, you right. know? Mm-hmm. So but Jesse didn't care. Not only was she named after his mom, she was his cousin. Esmeralda yeah.
2: sounds like a Wizard of Oz character Like that shouldn't yeah. be or around. It, it reminds like me of mom. the
0: girl who uh, keeps teasing the Hunchback of Notre Dame, but he's always oh, in the front Esmeral- of that's Oh, that's oh. oh. yeah. See, that's a prettier Z- version yeah. of that. I think they should have called that movie Friend Zone. Oh, oh poor, Quasi. <laughs> poor Quasi. Poor mm. Quasi. <laughs> yeah, even the people who wanted it to be a love story were like, I get it, though. Just be his friend. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, man. So that plan to infiltrate the gang failed. Jesse gets married, and the Missouri governor passes a bill for a secret service of 25 men to begin pursuing the outlaws. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that was in 1874. They were never successful with that either. Now, That's they also tried name. things like just yeah. robbing rich guys who had stagecoaches that were supposed to be leaving places where they brought money from. Like, they robbed a stagecoach uh, where a man had just made a big hog sale and was supposed to have all the, the money from the hog sale in oh. the stagecoach where they pulled it over, and he wasn't there, and neither was the money. But people did recognize them again, just adding another crime to their rap sheet. Right. Oh,
2: man, and the hog was not there either?
0: No hogs, no money from <laughs> no, the hogs. No No bacon. Shoot. And at this time, now that they were being pursued by more and more people, Jesse was again shot by a pursuing officer right near his first chest wound, uh, giving him another. And uh, at this time, badass Zerelda, not his wife, his mom, starts making people retract their statements, saying that, I saw the James boys, they were the one who pulled over the stagecoach. and then Zerelda will come to your house and be like, I'm going to have you killed, unless you call the paper and say that... That, that was, was a lie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I made it all oh up. Oh, my
0: gosh. Zerelda stands on her own, man. She's a badass. She was an independent well, Jesse, woman. Jesse's she
2: wife, Zerelda?
0: No. nope. His mom. His mom his
2: mom. Oh, or yeah, mom. yeah,
1: yeah. poor... His wife, you know, she was just... Well, and the crazy thing, too, is, like, everybody, like, all Zerelda's um, neighbors knew she was a crazy bitch. Like, they knew that that she would have all these bushwhackers over for gangbangs, and, you know, like, oh she God. just loved getting gangbanged by these bushwhackers so like
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh i sure hope the bushwhackers are gonna come by and whack my bush like (laughs) i love it oh (laughs) my god god all right i'm done with the gross dad oh what am i i'm so off today anyways yeah she's a badass and she used to make people pull back their statements of guilt against the boys but everyone knew that that was what was happening anyway right They ended 1874 with another lucrative, polite, nonviolent robbery of a Canadian Pacific Railway train. In 1776, the men robbed a train near an earth cut that totaled about 18 grand, of which Jesse probably made about 3,000. And there was an interesting thing in the book. There was so little actual money circulating in the country that there was only enough for each citizen of America at the time to have about $20 if you distribute mm. it easy, oh evenly. Oh, right. gosh. So having three grand made Jesse fucking super, super rich. Right. That's yeah. a
2: lot of money. Holy cow. And now
0: usually, after such a great scoop, the Younger James gang would take a brief break, and they just lay low for a while. Right. Yeah. But they didn't because there was a personal agenda going on with Jesse, that had ties to our home state of Minnesota. Yeah. It was a man.
2: Yeah, we're going home. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> so there was a dude that Jesse fucking hated up there who was a outspoken abolitionist, unionist supporter who had just put a bunch of his money into the Northfield, Minnesota bank. And Jesse knew it was sitting there, and he wanted to make a personal attack on this guy by going to this exact bank just a few months after a super lucrative robbery and get this guy in specifics money now this robbery would end up being the downfall of at least the Younger James gang as it the original it were. gang right on August 23 two men stroll into the Nicolette Hotel Mall in downtown Minneapolis I wonder Street. if that's still there Yeah.
2: oh I think I mean Nicolette Street's there
0: right the mall's right there yeah, I don't know if Nicolette there's a Nicolette Mall. Hotel
2: oh I don't know That'd I'm picturing
0: good. a very old downtown and
2: Cool.
0: Like, the Fauche is the only tower that looks even old now. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Yeah. I guess in the Warehouse District,
1: there's some old I'm sure it's still there. We're pretty big on But they gave fake
0: names, like and they enjoyed themselves. Yeah. 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 Um, what I didn't know, um, they said they spent a lot of time in St. Paul, and then the book speculates that, that because that's because uh, St. Paul had over 90 operating brothels and 70 more oh, yeah, bars than cool the bigger city fact. of oh. Minneapolis. He told me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, St. Paul, despite being named after a religious figure, was like minnesota's center for debauchery back oh in the day gosh. I guess. Yeah.
2: i feel like a lot of catholic town or like oh yeah religious right towns have a lot like
0: definitely right next
2: door to the churches they go into the church and then go to the brothel
0: yep for sure but they eventually make themselves known in northfield they spent a few days around northfield the city that the robbery will take place in and they were like making fake arrangements to like buy a farm in order to, like, ask questions about the town. Oh. oh. right. Doing their regular... They were
2: just, like, pretending.
0: Exactly, yeah. They would just kind of uh, case the place out by saying, uh, do a lot of people around here carry firearms? Because I don't want any uh, ne'er-do-wells near my farm, no, you no know? Yeah, I don't want to get shot when I <laughs> well, run the, the thing Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the underlying <laughs> yeah. question. The only thing
1: wrong with that impersonation is the, the lack of the southern accent. A lot of the people in Minnesota were like, dude... Pfft, the fuck are you like you guys are obviously from the south oh right you know like you guys are trying to pretend that you're coming up here and you know trying to buy some land and shit and you know pretend like you're around whatever like you're obviously not from the south bro the fuck
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so now that they're in northfield they're scoping it out they're definitely putting their plans in action to rob the whole bank but specifically the guy that jesse wanted to kill so that september Early in the morning, the James Younger game, walk into the Northfield Bank, and immediately it goes wrong. They start asking the dudes, who's the cashier here? And all the Minnesotan clerks are just like, I'm not the cashier. The other guy's like, I'm not the cashier. I'm not the cashier. (laughs) (laughs) I am not the cashier.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, I just look like a cashier.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, like, eventually just pick the dude who's sitting closest to the cashier desk and be like, it has to be you. And they're getting super frustrated with these passive aggressive northerners. (laughs) Oh, my God. Meanwhile, precious minutes were ticking by because the townsfolk had been. Rightly suspicious about the tough-looking men who began to congregate in front of the bank. Asking about guns and shit. Who's yeah. Who's got guns and And right away, they start hearing gunfire outside. Yeah. Erupting out from the small street, the main street of Northfield, Minnesota. And yeah. these dudes from Northfield were shooting from, like, they're hiding in their upstairs window. They know the layout of the town. They have the advantage. Yeah. The younger and James' gang were just like caught mm. off guard. They were running behind corners trying to just hide and get the fuck away.
2: Hiding in right. dumpsters and trash cans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do your best <laughs> trash bag <laughs> impression. <laughs> what, <laughs> what if I right. hid in a dumpster? <laughs> just Yeah, right. God. So uh. funny.
0: Oh, man. So this definitely split the gang up. Frank and James were able to escape, but the younger brothers weren't so lucky. They were found, and in a shootout... <clears throat> With local officials and just private citizens, several of the brothers were killed. And Coleman Younger and some others were captured and sent to Stillwater Penitentiary. Mm,
1: pretty nice. interesting.
0: You know, still there and pretty crazy oh. that they're still there. Yeah. Well, to this day. yes. They're they're Coleman Younger, there. he's got right. great <laughs> stamina, a great zest for life. They've uh, been
2: upgraded to a suite. They're, <laughs> yeah. right. they're on work release now, work actually. They their right. way up yeah. the penitentiary.
0: Good behavior.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but now frank and jesse not being caught were pursued all the way out of minnesota and this is funny because the book makes it seem like it was this harrowing daring escape and like i said this happened in september the book saying mm-hmm. things like it was the coldest the brothers had ever been
2: in their lives oh and my I, gosh in september, <laughs> in september <laughs> it's right. still water uh, definitely hot well, yeah. northfield
0: going south <laughs> through the southwest Corner of the state is how they left. Yeah. Right. So even further south in September, and they yeah. were bitching about it. Yeah. They're like the freezing. Right. Honestly, they it probably so cold. They probably realistically passed a couple like Minnesotans like s- having some PBRs fishing like
1: <laughs> right, just hanging out. Like who oh. are these guys? Having yeah, like, some PBRs. Those <laughs> poor souls. They look. They like. They need a parka. They look like they
2: need a cup of tea or something. <laughs> Jeepers. Well,
1: just so you know, Jesse, all of us Minnesotans are laughing. Yeah.
0: Nothing a warm casserole can't
2: fix.
1: (laughs)
0: Jeez. (laughs) So after this super, super failed attempt, Jesse does get home. But Mm. all the shenanigans of the James Younger gang are done for a while. They end up moving to Tennessee, him and Frank, and living under different names. Like, Jesse went by Thomas Howard. Mm. And for, like, three to four long years, Z-Mims, his wife, is getting, like, super annoyed because now... Jesse's they just like Jay Cutler without a job on the Bears. Yeah. He was just like, oh, I'm right. gambling on horses. We're popping out. Kids, I'm drinking a lot. Yep. But Frank loved it. Frank was like, nah, mm-hmm. it was time to hang yeah, it up. Yeah, he know? needs to
2: settle down. Yep. Are but, they in Minnesota <sighs> now? or No, did, they're back they... home. Nope, they're in Tennessee right oh, now. Oh, Tennessee. They went okay. back home, but okay. things
0: were all so hot back home for Jesse. With mm-hmm. like, so when the new governor of Missouri, Crittenden, gets into office, Everybody who's not a supporter of the rebels, it's like Saddam Hussein. It, if you capture Jesse, your, your term as governor is going to look great. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was the one who increased the reward for Jesse's life to $10,000. And okay. Jesse, meanwhile, has no gang around him anymore. So he needs to start hiring people who were never bushwhackers with him, who he did not know, and who realistically were kids when his famous career started. Right. Two of these people being Charlie and Bob or Robert Ford, who he enlists to help him because at the end of this three-year stint in Tennessee with his brother, he's getting he's itching to be back in the press. Yeah, he's itching sure. to get some money from. He wants to, you know, a little visit to yesteryear. Feel like a young man again, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah, don't we all? I,
0: sometimes you gotta rob a train to do that, sometimes, you know.
2: Sometimes you just have to feel alive again. <laughs> Nowadays, you just,
0: like, buy a convertible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, after a three-year-long absence from train robbing, Jesse makes a train robbery like his old ones, but in this one, you can tell that he's sort of unwinding. He makes this long, grandiose speech to the train, and they're like, "Just, dude, just leave.
1: I'm Alexander the Great and Napoleon incarnate. He's like, I am just the changed. dream
0: of the South is still alive. And we're, you know, he's just, oh, yeah. and oh. he
1: says he's Gosh. one.
0: Yeah, it's just like other people now reading Jesse's stories are like less amused. They're like, dude, that been it's so over, if... dude. Just like give right. it up. Yeah. He's like the
2: guy that graduated from high school and is still hanging out in the wait right.
0: room. And this would be his last robbery. And, you know.
1: The new members were definitely
0: part of his downfall. Well, I
1: hope in this train while he's giving the speech, one guy at some point, like halfway through his speech is just like, shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the Ooh. way. And that's right. a perfect representation of not just how Missouri, but the whole world was starting to feel about Jesse James. It was right. like, yeah. it was a cool story like earlier. <laughs> yeah. Now we just want to be able to go to Lanta still. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, like, Goddamn. And like I mentioned, his new crew wasn't anything like the old, true Southern boys. These new guys, they would get in petty quarrels amongst themselves. His cousin would hike, and this other dude named Dick Little... Would what? <laughs> what? Dick yeah, little. Yeah, I think you know it's Richard Little. You know what's funny
1: though, because sometimes you have to write your name first name first or last name first.
2: Little Dick. You're saying the phone
0: <laughs> book around this time would have <laughs> just Zim- been positively positive. been hilarious. Like, he
2: would have gotten a lot of prank phone calls. <laughs>
0: Dude, uh. is Dick Dick <laughs> Little there? <laughs> is Little Dick there? Uh, maybe he had crazy. a hog. Let's hope. Yeah. But, you know, they would, uh, these two men would even get in, like, a petty fight over a widow, Martha Bolton, whom they always stayed with during the late, because Martha Bolton became the new home base instead of the old Mm. Samuel farm that the boys always used to operate out of. Right. And Dick Mm. and Wood Hike, whomever was there, would be like, hey, Dick Little hasn't been here, has he? I don't want to be the only one with Martha Bolton. You know, and they're like, they're in a gang together. And one time Wood shows up. While Dick is there courting Martha. Wait, and his name's Wood? Wood Hike, yeah. Oh my God. God. (laughs) (laughs) This whole episode is just phallic. But anyways, (laughs) a shooting match erupts in Martha Bolton's house, which leaves Dick Little Shot in the knee Hmm. and Wood Hike dead. But the man who killed Wood Hike is speculated to be Charlie Ford's brother Robert who was just starting to join the James Gang and mm-hmm. just walked into the argument and saw bullets flying and decided to sh-
1: get in on it.
0: To Wait, get in the on the shooting
2: happened hair. in like a living room, a kitchen. Like, what do we know about the dishes?
1: <laughs> no dishes were broke. Was <laughs> right. the B- fine china? Well, how was more than one shot even fired in a? house? These guys were terrible shots. They talk they about other
0: been. drunken gunfights where like they just started shooting at each other close range and then they're like.
2: Oh <sighs> well, that, right. that was a chair yeah,
0: <laughs> alright calm down I'm glad we missed so many
2: times <laughs> yeah. time out but Robert Ford must have bathroom. been pretty good
0: because right. <laughs> this is the first of two times where Robert Ford would not miss and Woodhike would mm. be dead and since Woodhike was the one who was loosely connected to Jesse they kept this fact from Jesse they never told him it was like a secret They Jesse would be like and you all fucking seen Wood? I'm trying to plan the next train robbery. Yeah. They're like, we got no idea where Wood is, Jesse. Like, definitely, definitely, definitely not dead. <laughs> <I, laughs>
2: right. I'm trying to plan my next, my next trip with him. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. And at this time,
1: Jesse was playing. Hey, little dick, where have you seen Wood? <laughs> you seen Wood
0: lately.
2: Did Wood finally take a hike?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to tease y'all about y'all's names again. So <laughs> I, I need to round you up. Oh, man. So. It was around this exact time that Jesse was planning this next robbery, but Charlie and Bob Ford began conspiring with Governor Crittenden and the law to cash in on this $10,000 price put on Jesse's head. So while Jesse is speaking to them at length and exhaust about this new blah, blah, blah robbery Mm -hmm. that they were going to do at his house one day, he notices a dusty picture and pulls (gasps) a chair over to stand up And dust the frame. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me just dust this picture out. It was a picture, I I think, of one of his fine-built horses. And you can't have that be dusty. Right. I don't know if that's actually proven that was the picture of, but...
2: Yeah, you don't want dust yeah. on horses. Yeah. That's for sure. Dusty a man with someone in the picture?
1: Can't have a dusty horse I think picture. It was just a horse, but I'm okay. speculating here.
2: <laughs> oh, I picture like a little, like a peephole in the picture and then like a bullet goes through it.
1: Oh, that'd be kind of oh, cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. Definitely didn't end up Could that be. way, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So,
2: move, while
1: on. a man who had made a famous they career... Plant, they just plant a dusty horse picture and they're like... I know if we put I this know. dusty picture of a horse <laughs> in his room, he ain't gonna have that. He's he ain't gonna, gonna have people <laughs> over here Friday with that dust on him.
2: He's gonna dust this picture. He's you he's definitely guys. gonna go up
1: and dust it. That's matter, what shooting. Matter
2: him. of fact, let's put dust on everything. Right.
0: <laughs> Don't you bring that bandsaw in here, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> Get wood dust everywhere. No. So a man who had made a famous career of facing people at least eye to eye when he shot them got up on a chair to dust a picture he heard the distinct sound of revolver hammers cocking two of them. Mm. <gasps> Rob and his brother, Charlie. Charlie was the one who Jesse always liked and trusted more. So we'll see if that plays a part in who actually fires. But mm. uh, he turns back just as he's turning his head. Robert's quicker, shoots Jesse through the head. And Jesse dies right there on the ground. And the two boys... Uh, They claim to Zerelda when she runs in the room, like, it went off by accident. It went off by accident. But they quickly run to the local police station and say, we're collecting our award. Uh, They give them the address of where Jesse's laying dead on the ground. Uh, And that's the end of Jesse James stories, but not of Roberts Because Robert, this is the lamest thing. It was a pretty coward. He he shot a man in the back, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the guy couldn't, as bad as he was, he couldn't defend himself. He didn't try to arrest him. He just shot him in the head from behind. And he would go on to like sell out theaters and recreate the set mm-hmm. looked like the living room. Oh, and his brother was dressed wow. up like Jesse James. And he'd be like, I guess I'll get up and dust this awful dusty picture. Oh my yeah. And then so Robert would he... click the prop gun and then the lights would drop to just a still spotlight on Robert. And he would say, and that's how I killed. Jesse
2: James, as oh if my gosh. as if anybody
0: couldn't have shot a man in the back. Right. Like, yeah. it's not very hard to do.
2: So they try Jesse to take James a very gets up, <laughs> dusts a picture, and then he gets shot. What yeah,
0: yeah. So he's up there dusting this picture, really making it shine for yeah, maybe like a Friday night horse. social. Yeah, yeah, for, for the like horse. A, like a yeah, like a it, maybe thing. chips and salsa on the table. I don't Date know. Night? People are coming over. Oh, yeah. Quarantine's done, <laughs> and all of a sudden he hears that hammercock turns. Just enough to get shot behind the ear oh, and
2: dies. Gosh!
0: And then Robert profits off of it for years, taking his show, if you want to call it that, on the road. Right. And Robert eventually gets his. While standing in a bar, a man walks in, says, "Hello, Bob," and shoots him in the head. What? <laughs> years later, I think people got tired of Bob Ford's like spiel. Yeah. Like, I'm the guy that shot Jesse James. Like, yeah. dude, not only were we getting bored of Jesse James. Now we're bored of the guy who killed Jesse. Like, Mm -hmm. right? There's these people in the show. Same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. God. And thus ends our episode on the guy I've liked the least of everyone we've covered. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: I know. Sorry, guys. Nothing really good to say about him. This was really just a roast on Jesse James. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: And his personality is like Quick Trip bread. You're like, oh, I didn't want to stop at the actual. I just got some Quick Quick Trip trip bread. bread. Quick Trip. (laughs) God. (laughs) Jesse sucks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But hey, go read a bill on uh book on Wild Bill Anderson, Bloody Bill Anderson. That was super interesting stuff. Uh, I think I'm going to just Dude, for my own cool. enjoyment read I'm a book be- on that. Guy. i yeah,
1: I think I'm going to too. <sighs> Definitely. Yeah. He was a creep.
0: But thanks for putting up with this episode with me guys. Uh Yeah, no, Never thanks. reading that book again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fuck. yeah. It was it was interesting to Well, at least take now, now I know a chunk out of the Wild Wild West, you know, something uh, John, or we right. haven't done yet. Yeah, well, next week's episode is
0: Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding.
2: Ugh.
1: Yeah, it stinks because, like, we want to, you know, bringing up the Wild Wild West. There's so many other people we could have done. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't know. At yeah, least Remember, now like I know when I
0: told you about my favorite book?
1: Yeah, it's not going to that. because t- that, <laughs> nobody that's listening knows. <laughs> okay. Sounds good, but I'm just I just sucks to uh, now at least I know that Jesse's just a piece of shit and that if it's if he's ever mentioned again I'm like, yeah, I know everything about him. Don't want to talk about him cuz like Yeah, exactly. You know, now like, we'll just
2: be like next. I'm like yeah. thank you next. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's talk about Scott stapp of Creed instead. <laughs> 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 just,
0: <kidding. laughs> just throwing names out now.
1: All right. Cool. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for joining us on this one and uh oh, yeah. we'll see you. Thanks gary Thanks Mal. Let's let's go, yeah, um,
2: thanks Garrett. Thanks Mikey. Let's go golf. Glad to have you. Yeah, let's get out there and uh, do some nine Smag yards. Some
0: balls. Nine, y- nine yeah. yards. Yeah. Let's know. go do nine. I, one I, don't, of those... I don't golf, so <laughs> right. let's just say one of those two words definitely has something to do with golf. Yeah. Cool. I'll take it. All right.
1: Number nine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Number nine.
1: Later. See you guys.
2: Bye. The <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. President.
1: Happy birthday to you. Or not acknowledge, but I want to bring up because um, I'm—I don't really know what this means. But last night I had a dream. Where I was like, the whole dream was focusing around me trying to poop, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> like, I've never had a dream where I was just constipated. Wow. To the point where, like, that's all I could think about. Oh God, like, no matter what you... I was doing in the dream, I don't even remember what I was doing. Just daily errands. But I'd be like, "Dude, guys, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right."
2: Like you're in line at Target. I just had to, I had to
1: poop the whole time, <laughs> and Honestly, I I'd do poop it. right here if I could. It's just not. I enough. think <laughs> at one point in so, my dream, I just tried to poop in like, public. Have
2: you seen a doctor lately? About well, I'm not this? constipated in or... waking life. Are you jammed
1: up emotionally? <laughs> yeah. in waking life, just... I'm fine. Are You jammed up have emotionally. That's pro... what I'm wondering. Have you tried a probiotic? Or I see. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I pooped when I woke up right Oh, away. after the dream. After the dream, I was well, fine. So that was a good dream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, doesn't just... it feel good when you wake up from a dream and you realize, like, you hadn't killed someone or crashed <laughs> your car or <laughs> not right. been able to poop? <laughs> yes. Whatever. Yes. All of or the went above. on a
2: shopping spree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Whoa, that usually great. happens in my dreams. <laughs> your
0: nightmares are supermarket sweep yeah. yeah yeah
2: i wake up and i'm like looking around for bags i'm like oh thank god that's awesome
0: you would like check your balance, your yeah. balance.
2: yeah yeah